Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you on Oilers Now. Uh, I looked a little bit into the 5v5 numbers for Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettel, uh during the season. Uh, we'll get to David Staples momentarily, called to hockey. So McDavid and Drysaddle, 5-on-5 five five this year, according to Natural Statric, have played 462 minutes together. Uh, they're plus 7 in goal differential. Uh, their expected goals for is at 58%. Uh, so 462 minutes together. McDavid's played another 747 minutes away from dry settle, so roughly 1,100 minutes, and he's played 462. So what's that? About 40 percent off the top of my head. And then dry settles played about 700 minutes away from McDavid. So somewhere between 38 to 42 percent of the time, five v five together. So they've been split up a lot. And the end result, it's pretty good. They're having pretty good years. The power play, it's pretty good as well. A lot to get to with our next guest. He is our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be, well, it isn't. It just might be. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-K, H-A-U-K. That's Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. From the Cult of Hockey, David Staples. Hello, David. How you doing? Fantastic, Bob. How are you? Good. 30,000 uh, feet view to begin with. Uh, are you enjoying the the excitement? I mean, we're watching. It's crazy what we're watching on a nightly basis. Like, the Oilers can flat out score highly entertaining hockey. Um, and does it make you, does it lessen the concern a bit on the defensive numbers, knowing that this team can score the way they can? We're seeing... Um McDavid and Dreisaitl, I think, at the absolute height of their powers as hockey players. They still have everything going on offensively. Players tend to slow down a little bit when they hit their 30s, even maybe late 20s, some of them yeah, offensively. But these guys are at their absolute peak on the attack. And in the last little while, uh, at even strength, um, they've both been really, really strong. Dreisaitl's playing the best two-way hockey of his career. And, and yeah, having these two players leading their own lines, which is what you're going to need to win in the playoffs, both players healthy leading their own lines, um, makes up for the fact that they're kind of I, 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 mainly iffy, I think, a little bit in net, not so much on defense. I'm not that worried about the defensive group now that they have Ekholm and DeHarnay. They seem to have covered off a lot of problems, but they still are a little bit iffy in net. Um, 
But I don't think you need to have the best goaltending on. You have to have at least league average goaltending to win in the playoffs, maybe a bit above that. And if they get that, I think they can, they'll go far. There's no question it's an exciting time right now. Uh, you've written a bit about Darnell Nurse lately. He's on, I think he's got points in his last six games or something like that. Um, I think I think the tech, we had a texter say, look, Ken Holland made a trade with Matthias Ekholm. He got three new defensemen because Bouchard's different and Nurse has been way better since Ekholm's got here too. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Well, we all see the load is off uh, Nurse a little bit. There's some games where Ekholm will play more uh, time at even strength than Nurse will, and there's other games where Nurse will play more. So they can trade off and do the heavy lifting, both playing against tough competition. I mean, that was really all on Darnell Nurse, especially under uh, uh, Jay Woodcroft. He really went heavily using Darnell Nurse at even strength against the best players, Uh, and that's... You're just going to look bad now and then when that happens. You're out there against Nathan McKinnon and um, Braden Point and, and Alex, Alex Ovechkin and all these great players. So, um, you know, Nurse has his detractors mainly yeah, due to his, contra- his uh, large contract. But, Bob, this guy, he is um, having one of his best seasons offensively. Um, we lo- I looked it up last night. He was, I think he's 15th overall in uh, even strength point scoring rate just ahead of Roman Yossi so he's in he's doing okay on the attack defensively um, you know he he has always been a high event player he's dynamic on the attack dynamic on defense do I wish now and then that he would rein it in a little bit and just concentrate on being a shutdown defenseman yes now and then I have that thought nonetheless what a dynamic fantastic hockey player and um, you know the, the contract that upsets so many people, I think he's earning that contract this year. And the contract is also a springboard, springboard to the future in that without Nurse signing long-term, I think the chances of Dreisaitl or McDavid signing long-term would have been significantly decreased. So we'll see how that turns out. How has Matthias Heckholm changed the complexion of the defense? Well, um, <laughs> Bob, you see him, uh, he can do everything. He passes the puck well. He's really big. He's, he, he can play physical hockey. He's solid defensively. He's fundamentally sound defensively. And he's one of those defensemen who he's just so rarely out of position. He's like, he's like um, so Cody Ceci has a lot of the same qualities. He's just not as big and as skilled um, as Ekholm is. They're both players who you rarely see either of those guys out of position. They make the right decision again and again and again, both defensively and offensively. And, um, and Duncan Keith was the same, although he struggled a bit, you know, a little bit more on defense because um, he wasn't quite as big as a player like Ekholm and could get beat out of the corner in, in his last year. But he provided that steadiness, uh, kind of that platform for Evan Bouchard to take off. And Ekholm's doing the same thing. You know, that said, I don't want to take anything. Like, you know, I've made that point before. I don't want to take anything away from Evan Bouchard as a player. That guy is just a fantastic passer of the puck. And I know he'll always drive um, fans crazy because he's so calm out there and he can look lackadaisical at times on defense. And he will make mistakes on defense. But he is a brilliant uh, passer of the puck. And in the last few games, he's really looked super confident on the power play. He's hitting players right on the tape in stride with his passes. And he was struggling a little bit with that earlier on. And he's, just, he's starting to get it down. And that shot from the point, 
in the playoffs, Bob, it's going to be hard to make cross-seam passes in the, on the power play when everybody bears down on the penalty kill. It, it will be more difficult for the Oilers to make that kind of brilliant pass. They're going to need someone who can really score from the point, and Bouchard's starting to get that puck through on the point and, and um, nail some goals. Let's not forget, he scored a couple big ones last year against Calgary at critical times when the Oilers needed to uh, rally. And I, I specifically think of Game 5 where we had that window where there were about four goals in a span of about four minutes. David Staples from the Cult of Hockey joining us right now. Uh, so you talked a bit about the importance of Darnell Nurse. Evander Kane coming off of a significant injury. There's a photo after last night's game. McDavid, Dreisaitl, by the way, uh, you know what, before we get to Kane, I know you do the scoring chances thing for and against. Dreisaitl's really elevated here over the last 15 games, hasn't he? It, it's been exactly what... If, if you're thinking and hoping the Oilers can win the Stanley Cup, this is exactly what needed to happen. So long as Dreisaitl was uh, playing on the wing and on McDavid's line, you're, you're a good team and you have a chance. But to win the Stanley Cup, you need these guys uh, driving their own lines. You need Dreisaitl driving his line. He has been fantastic in the last month. He's playing the best hockey of his career, Bob, at even strength. I think he's even better in the last month than he was in the 2017 playoffs. When we first saw the player, he could be as a center leading his own line. He's crushing other teams. He crushed Vegas last night. They had they could not stop Leon Dreisaitl. And um, you get these guys doing this. You know, there's only so many good defensemen on the other teams. There's not. You know, they're not all loaded up uh, on their defense on on each uh, top defense pairing. There's only only so many players who can handle McDavid or Dreisaitl. You split them up, and they're gonna they're gonna do some major damage in the playoffs. And it's why I've been saying since I saw this from from Dreisaitl and saw Ekholm, I've been saying the Oilers are gonna win the Stanley Cup this year, and this is what I believe. Wow. Uh, thirty, Roughly 38 to 39% of the time, a five-on-five. McDavid and Drysaddle is here, five-on-five minutes playing together. So that means over 60% of the time they're, they, they are separated. Evander yeah. Kane, uh, I liked his game last night. He was going, he was putting pucks in the net. I think he had 11 shots on goal. And tough situation for him. Two pretty significant injuries. I mean, one that you would have to think uh, would have been incredibly difficult to overcome. This guy is, uh, this guy is, I won't say he's a wild card because I expect him to elevate here. Uh, I know there were, there were some times, where, you know, people all oh, look at the plus minus and hey, it is a stat. But the reality is Kane does have another gear and he's rounding in a form and he's an important player for Edmonton, isn't he? Well, he's, he's crucial. I mean, because we all recall what we were saying last year when, when Kane took off. I mean, he brought the swagger to the team. He, he brought a kind of uh, fearlessness to the team because that's the kind, that's how he carries himself. He's a he's a kind of strikes me as a fearless uh, individual who just goes into any situation and thinks he's going to win. And uh, yeah, so he's had a really rough spell, Bob, since he came back from two very painful, difficult injuries: um, the slicing of his wrist and then the broken ribs. And um, he hasn't been played. He hasn't played well in most games since he came back. And it all came to a head uh, the other night on the weekend against Vegas when he made just a, you know he got. He he was out there too long. Fatigue took over, and he made a really terrible decision uh, on the winning goal in overtime. You know, he abandoned the guy in front of the net, and then in skate, instead of skating right to him to take him out, he went behind the net. It was just like he was—he just looked like someone who wasn't thinking straight because he was absolutely exhausted. And um, suddenly, all of the discontent people have been thinking about, you know, that he's not playing that well, and he's not playing well in defense. It came out, and there was lots of criticism. I even heard people saying, you know, this is a bad contract Holland signed. And I'm thinking, 
hold, hold on a second here. How about a little patience for a guy who's just coming back from wow. major injuries? And, um, you know, let's, let's give him a break. And, you know, last night, again, he, in, in the three-goal game, he got the hat trick the other night. And then last night, again, he, was, he, he, he brought his A game. Such a relief to see that because, again, this is someone the Oilers do need this year in the playoffs to win. And the, the fact that he's now had two games, at least, where he's brought that A game. And then last night, especially, he looked uh, like he was back in form. That's really good news for the Edmonton Oilers because Kane is so vital. You know, he's just such a fierce and um, intimidating hockey player that um, he and he makes up for, you know, the Oilers. There's not much talk that the Oilers lack toughness when Evander Kane's in the lineup. He makes a, a huge difference in that regard. No question, because he's functional and he plays in the top six. Or David Staples, cult of hockey. David, speaking of cult, uh, cult of personality, perhaps, for Ryan Nugent Hopkins at Edmonton. I mean, he is an immensely popular player. What a season he is having. Yeah, and I was weird. I was talking to Bruce McCurdy last night, and we're trying to put our finger on like, what is the difference with him this year? And I, I just think that it's it's he has decided, Bob, and I don't know what's going on in his head, but it just seems like he has decided. He's like, okay, I'm 29, 30. I am not going to let these young guys beat me in puck battles anymore. I'm going to kick their butt. And he he wins a much higher percentage of 50-50 puck battles than he's ever won before. He goes into those battles with uh, ill intent. He's fierce and he's nasty uh, now and then. And that's something we never saw before uh, from Ryan Nugent Hopkins. At least, we, we let's put it this way, we saw it in a few playoff games and we saw it now and then. Now we see this consistently, this, this, this determination uh, to win the puck, win battles. And it's just... Uh, taken his game to a new level it's, and he, there just seems that added aggression in battling seems to be an added aggression in attacking to his passes i mean he just attacks fiercely now his passes are just lasers right on the tape and um couldn't be better uh for the i, I don't know if he's he's not the longest serving order yet is he but he's 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 approaching that and uh, it couldn't be better because uh, people just love the, the decision that he made to sign long-term in Edmonton. He looks like he might be the first Edmonton Oilers player who's a star to, to play out his entire career here. Uh, that means a lot to the people in Edmonton where we've lost so many uh, great players uh, leaving town in mid-career. So, yeah, he's a hero here. Hey, uh, David, we've gone a month without talking about uh, politics or the pandemic. Let's keep it going, okay? <laughs> Let's do that, Bob. Never again. All right, there you go. That's David Staples' call to hockey. Uh, tell you right now, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. They're still making it great at Royal Pizza. they got the new Canadian Club Pizza with ham, chicken, bacon, ranch, and fresh tomatoes. You can visit royalpizza.ca, one of their 15 locations in Edmonton to serve you. Royal Pizza, Edmonton, owned and operated. We'll wrap up the show with this day in Oilers history for New West Travel when we return. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So we were talking about Ryan Nugent Hopkins. That's 153 at Edmonton Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. Okay, yes, Nugent Hopkins is having an amazing career year, but let's keep it down a bit. He's not playing center anymore. He's not taking face-offs, and he benefits from playing on one of the most historic best power play units of all time, now, granted, he's part of that greatest power play of all time, but I think the biggest key is him not playing center anymore. He's basically a winger. So? <laughs> Good for you, Brendan. Like, <laughs> what does that take away from anything? Kucherov's a winger. Does that discount any of his accomplishments? Yeah, he's not that far behind Kucherov at points this year. That's what's crazy. Um, yeah, he's having a, a good go. There's no, I mean, wow. They're going to have 300-point scores. They might have, well, they're probably going to have one guy at 150. What's Leon up to? 114? I think he's at one guy at 120 and one guy at 100. Not bad. It's exciting to watch. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's funny. All right. Uh, we are going to go to this day and order's history. It's for New West Travel. You can fly private charter to, on a five-day golf getaway to Pinehurst, North Carolina in October. Details at newwesttravel.com. Brendan Escott, what do you got? 1983 Finnish sensation Yari Curry became the fourth Oilers player ever to eclipse 100 points in a season. Picked up an assist in a 7-4 win against the Canucks in Vancouver. Actually, Curry finished that game with two goals and two assists. Uh, this text comes in from the Fizzler, um, and he said, Hey, uh, Bob, uh, David Staples' latest article in the journal about the police officers was, uh, our police officer's wife was awesome. Too bad city council doesn't feel the same way. Yeah, I read the piece. Uh, it's a tough read. I think, uh, I think if you listen to the show, Ian, you certainly know which uh, way the Oilers organization uh, feels on uh, issues involving policing. Um, anyhow. Hearts go out to them. We got a uh, game tomorrow, so we'll have a full preview coming up. Mark Spector, who is in the air today. That's why we flipped Speck and Louie. Uh, Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec uh, for Aquarian Renovations, will join us at 1235. John Shannon from Legacy Heating and Cooling, uh, our NHL insider, will join us at 135. We'll have a King's Angle at 105 and a full preview of tomorrow's game. Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports Night 6 to 8. What's he got shaking? You'll hear from Kelly Rudy as well as Kings play-by-play man Daryl Evans and uh, Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Famer Curtis Stock. I believe uh, does he have a new book out? Sounds like it. He's an interesting guy, Curtis Stock. I'm going to date myself, but I remember having a beverage or two with Curtis down at Moe's Sports Parlor way back in the uh, mid to late 1990s. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Evan Cook, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. Then it's Chelsea on Chad with Chelsea Bird from 3 to 6. I'll be back at you noon with a preview tomorrow, the Oilers and the Kings. Thank you for listening and participating in the interactive elements to Oilers Now.